This podcast contains discussions about mental health and may contain discussions about suicide and self-harm. If you or somebody that you know is experiencing distress or is in immediate danger, dial triple O or call Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Also, if you believe that someone you love is experiencing a mental health issue, please encourage them to go and talk to their GP as soon as possible. Thanks very much for listening. Hello folks and welcome to episode 8 of How You Going Mate the Podcast, Adam's by name. Uh, before we go into the introduction of this week's guest, uh, this fortnight's guest, I should say, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who's listened. We're up to nearly 900 total listens now. Uh, it's incredible. We've had listens literally all over the world, South Africa, Sweden, Ireland, Canada, Germany, United Kingdom, the United States, of course, here in Australia, New Zealand. Um, a big shout out to a couple of our big supporters in Louisville. I won't name them, uh, but we, we've got uh, one of our top 10 cities that people that have listened to is, is in Louisville, Kentucky. So uh, I'm really proud to say we're big in Louisville. Uh, of course, um, we're connected to the Facebook page and the Instagram page. So if you've listened to the podcast, you've liked what you've heard, uh, jump on the Facebook page and give that a like as well and uh, have a look at the, the Instagram page as well. It's pretty much the same content. Uh, but we would love it if you would share um, those pages for us. Uh, the only way we're getting our message out there is purely by word of mouth. So if you do uh, like a particular post, please share it. And if you like the page, please share it as well. We'd really appreciate that. Same with the podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, please tell your friends. Uh, we have a very, very, very small uh, advertising budget, and, and we do the best that we can with that, but word of mouth will really help us to get this message out there, and, and it is helping us to get it out there. So if you like what you hear, please share the posts. Uh, of course, you can listen on uh, Apple Podcasts, you can listen on CastBox, which is uh, our recommended app for Android users. We're investigating how to put it on into the Google Play Store. Uh, we haven't quite got there yet, uh, but of course, also, we found out this week you can listen via... Spotify. So if you're a Spotify user, you can download the podcast there. Uh, and of course, you can uh, listen just by tapping on the link uh, if you're on Facebook or on Instagram. But it, it's a little bit easier to listen to it through one of the podcasting apps. So I'd uh, strongly suggest that you go and do that. Now on to this week's guest. This week's guest is, I'm proud to say, uh, a gentleman named Michael Clark. And before all of you cricket heads out there, get very excited. It's not the former Australian cricket captain, uh, but it is someone, it is a guest who, in my opinion, is equally good. Uh, Mikey and I have known each other for uh, over 20 years, uh, and uh, back in the day, we used to have some really great chats when he used to work, uh, and he mentions this in the pod podcast, when he used to work in his uh, dad's news agency. Mikey's, of course, the brother of Craig, who uh, was our on our second episode of the podcast, and the brother-in-law of Eliza. Um Mikey sent me a message a couple of months ago to tell me a little bit about, uh, uh, give me a suggestion for what he thinks we should cover on the podcast. So, of course, when he did that, I said, well, when are you going to come on and talk about that? Uh, and basically, it was uh, the pressures of being, I guess, a new dad. 
and uh, what that can, uh, what that, how that can affect your mental health, um, how we react to that stressful, those stressful situations. He talks about a couple of, I guess, people that he knows, and about how they reacted to the pressures of being a new dad. And he also talks about um, himself. Uh, Mikey comes up with some really, actually gives some really good uh, tips and advice on how to manage mental health and what to do with that. So I would, uh, st- I, I actually, um, I actually found a couple of these really helpful, and I've spent a little bit of time today writing down some uh, some notes about these. So uh, please, by all means, uh, have a bit of a listen. Like I said, if you like what you hear, share it with your friends. Please feel free to leave feedback on the post. We love to listen to good feedback, and we would love it if you review us in uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, or Spotify as well. So leave a review and let us know what you think about this. Uh, so without further ado, let's just go and ask uh, Let's go and ask the question. <laughs> We're getting She's photos. waited for this. Oh, Michael Clark. Not the Michael Clark, but uh, still very good Michael Clark. How are you going, mate? I'm really good today, mate. Really good. Really yeah, good. Not that, that guy, the other guy. Not that guy. Not the other pup. The other pup. You'll the find other, me. The other pup. He's Check with an E anyway, though, isn't he? He's he a is. Michael Clark with an E. Similarities, are, there's a lot, though. Grow up in similar areas. Yeah. Fathers share the same name. Yeah. Tragics for the same football team. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's true. Yeah. The, the mighty Maggies. Mm-hmm. How did you become a Maggie supporter anyway? Like most children, most children get brainwashed by their parents, oh, and that's okay. exactly where I am. That's why my children will cop it themselves. Be West Tiger supporters, yeah. Why couldn't I be a Rooster supporter or someone oh, like that? They'd man. get, they'd win. They'd win occasionally. I desperately want to support the Melbourne Storm, but nah. Yeah, I think they're actually on their way out. I don't think the Storm are going to be good for a few years. I think they're going to die off soon. Yep. If you find anyone that's really concerned about that, let me know. <laughs> I don't think you will. I don't think you will. But if you do, just let me know. I think let most know. people will be happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. They're all right. They're all oh, right. goodness. So this is episode eight. I know it says episode, um, but the last week's one was episode seven. I know it's. A, I put the mini cast. I've had this idea of doing mini casts, and then I just kind of. Uh, didn't really do as well as I thought it was going to do. I thought maybe people would listen if it was only five minutes. Um, so technically it's episode number nine, but it's actually episode number eight in the grand <laughs> scheme of things. And um, we, it, so for people to understand, the um, the inspiration for the episode comes from, uh, I guess, a text message conversation we had a while back. We we're just talking about this off air, and. For people, I guess, that listen to this understand, and probably even you, Mike, you understand that um, men are really overrepresented in some of these health statistics. Absolutely. And particularly this one around suicide, you know. Um, you know, the sad reality is more women actually attempt to take their own lives than men, but more men actually take their own lives than women. More men are what they call complete. And generally speaking, it's because men use more, you know, violent methods. So... Um, a woman might, you know, take tablets, for example, um, whereas a man will do something a little Drive bit more. Drive his car into a tree or something. Yeah, a bit more severe. Um, but six men a day is the number. And so we were having that text message conversation about the pressures of being a man. Yeah. The things that we don't we don't learn and whether we've got good role, role models, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a product of some pretty good and strong male role models, yep. whether you've got that or not, when you're faced with something new and something huge in your life, mm. doesn't come with a rule book. You yeah. haven't done a whole, you know, you, you can't associate it with something else you've done. Yeah. You've got to find your way through and you've yeah. got to find 
you know, in this instance, we were talking about you've got to find your way through because you're keeping someone else alive. Yeah. You know, you're talking about having a kid. You're talking about becoming a dad. Yeah. You're talking about what's how to do all these things. Your life changes completely, and it changes completely for the better, and it's wonderful and the most amazing thing. Yeah. But it changes in a way that you are not prepared for. Yeah. And you've got to find your way through and how you deal with it and you've got to deal with it. You know, you, you, you have to. You know, there's, there's lots of things that everyone comes from a different background. Everyone's got um, something else that drives them. You know, yeah. it might be, and the example you and I used was some of the pressures that you didn't have prior to children are thrown at you. Yeah. You are, you know, you might become solely financially responsible for your family for yeah. a short time, for a long time. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of pressure associated with that, which means that you can't just, you know, get the dirts at work and go, no, nope, I'm not doing this. I'm going to go and find something else. Yeah. You've got a bit of a buffer. You don't have that. You've got to be there's responsible. Al- there's almost a, a sort of a trap in that sense that, you know, so you know, if you're earning X amount of dollars a year, and as you say, you get the dirt and you go, right, I'm going to leave and I'm going to go and pack shelves for 12 months. Um, the real consideration is, is you go, well, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to take a, a, a 30% hit to my pay. Absolutely. And, and you know, we're, our lifestyle's good now, but we're kind of covering what we need to cover at the moment. If I take 30% out of that, that means, well, maybe we say goodbye to the house or, you know, maybe we have to give up a car or maybe we have to, you know, ha- go without something. Or maybe we get into real financial trouble. Mm. And the pressure associated with that is enormous for men. That was really one of those things that, that came up for me. Like, you know, Tijan and I, we we had our house, we had a mortgage, and it wasn't, yeah. you know, the world's biggest mortgage, but we had to work hard for it. And then all of a sudden, I went, hang on a second, we don't have, there's not two pays going towards this, there's mm. only one. Mm. Um, and how does that work and how do we make it work and you start watching spending differently and and what you're going to do Mm. but it changes your life it changes how you're going to approach this or how you know over the first six months of you know you you develop a new routine over the first six months of when you know son number one was born um for monday to friday i saw him awake only on the weekends Mm. um i you know, Tej would drop me off at the station in the morning. I'd catch a train off to work in the mm. city. Um, and then she'd have the day with him, bath him, feed him, do all those sort of things, mm. drive back to the station, pick me up at night time. If I was lucky, he might have been awake for a few minutes. But after a feed and, you know, a bath and those sort of things, yeah. there wasn't much chance. And the connection I had with him was I would get him out of the car asleep, walk him inside, go upstairs, put him into bed, and that was it. That was a night for about six months, and it was really flattening. I didn't know what to do, and Tijan mm. had had this, this huge day, and I couldn't quite relate because I, didn't, I wasn't with him for all of, those, yeah. the, all of those sort of times. And we had to make adjustments. We sat down at one point, and, and we were both not doing very well, and said, We're doing, so, I'm, I'm doing so much travel that we're not spending time together mm-hmm. so we actually made the decision and went you know financially this is what we're doing we're, we're sort of getting by we're not making any roads into things we actually sold our house and moved mm. um we sold the house moved closer to work and rented so that the commute was shorter mm. and there was more family time yeah. that was what had to work for us at the time yeah um not everyone has that opportunity but it was one of those things i'm very lucky in that 
Tuesday night partners in all these sort of things. And if there's something on your mind, you tell your partner. Mm. But that was the thing. It was, it's, you know, you're gone for 12 hours a day. Yeah. You come home, little one's asleep. You're exhausted. I'm exhausted. We're not even talking to each other. Yeah. How do we get that to work? Um, and mind you, I've then got to still, you know, the overnight feeds and all those sort of yeah. things. And the amount of the different plans and things. I talk to all of my mates that are all dads and one's just got a, you know, six-week-old. And they have a deal as to, well, you know, I'll do the feed at this time and then I'll do bedtime. And if little one wakes up before 12.30 at night, I'll do the feed. If it's after 12.30, you've got to do the feed because I've got to get up and go to work next day. There's so much negotiating. And then when the little one cries at night, you look and you go, oh, is it my turn or is it someone else's turn? And I just want to go, just... And you end up up stressing and straining and loving but resenting... (laughs) Why your life has changed. I, I can't watch Top Gear anymore because I have post-traumatic stress. Because <laughs> pretty much the only, like, you know, the, my younger daughter wasn't, um, was, was bottle-fed. And so over a weekend, I would get up and do, you know, two, three, four o'clock feeds. Um, my wife will listen to this and go, not often. <laughs> but um, I didn't. But the only decent thing on TV at that time was Top Gear. You know, so it was always the UK TV channel yep. or BBC UK or whatever it is. And Top Gear would go on. I can't watch it now because <laughs> I yeah, flashbacks at three o'clock in the morning. Yep, but um, but yeah, and and for me also it was that thing where you you know you're ex- so to add on to that you're there on the weekend you're exhausted because you've just done sixty hours at work that week, but of course you know your wife has done the bulk of the work during the week with the child and she goes right there you go you you can pick up absolutely some slack now and it's only it's only reasonable yeah. But, oh yeah, you know, you you then you you get into the position of being feeling like you're selfish because you want some me time. Yeah, but it's not selfish that they want some me time. Me time as well. That you no. know, you all you both need it. Yeah. Um, but you've got to make it work. It's yeah. just it's really really hard. And if you don't know what you're doing, and no one does, no one knows what they're doing. Um, not by first one, not by second one. Yeah. You know, some people bluff their way through the third one. Yeah. But they're all different. But you then, what are you then doing? with yourself and if you don't have that network of people also you know those few key people that can keep you grounded or, or you know you can bounce an idea off and say this sucks i'm really struggling with this or this doesn't work or and it might be sometimes i would talk to tease or it might be sometimes i would talk to my dad or sometimes i talk to my brother or there's that you know one or two really good mates everyone's got a stack of mates in their phone but yeah. there's, there's that one or two couple of mates you can just go I don't, don't get care. this. What is it? Don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. What are you doing? Can this just is doing my head in? Yeah. Just listen for a minute. And and I'm very fortunate that I've had those, but I've also seen the product of guys that don't or guys that then can't reach out and do that. What's what's worst? What's the worst case scenario you've seen in that regard? Two things. Uh, they were both horrible for different reasons. One uh, was a gentleman who I used to work with. And he won't listen to this because he won't listen to it. Um, he, they'd struggled for a long, long time. He and his wife had been trying for, I think, about 10 years to have a baby. Um, finally did. Um, and it was a real strain, real strain. They were much older than everyone else and they were not adjusting very well. And he went one way. He threw himself into his work. Yeah. He was very successful for the first few months. But then after that, it was just he was doing 12, 14, whatever hour days. Yeah. We twigged that he didn't want to go home. Yeah. 
He didn't want to go home because he had to deal with it. Yeah. And I felt so sorry for him because he struggled. And we were like, mate, come on. You know, you're going to be okay. Um, but so sorry for his wife yeah. at home because I'm like, she's there all day, yeah. all night. Yeah. And it was literally, he would, he would go home post dinner, crawl into bed. He'd get up and do a feed at five o'clock in the morning. Then he'd put his tie on and come back to the office. Yeah. That was it. And I'd, I'd know that there'd be times where he'd be putting time on the weekends. Yeah. I'm like, mate, you, you just, that, that's it. Yeah. Another one to that was someone who didn't really cope well and acted out. And you've, yeah. got, to, you, you've got those responsibilities. You're going to be faced with things all the time as to whether or not you're going to do the right thing. Yeah. All right? And this guy, there was an opportunity and he went the complete opposite way. He ended up uh, spending, you know, cheating on his wife mm. uh, with a three-month-old at home, and that went on for a little while, and they are not together anymore. Yeah. Um, he just he didn't react to the change. Yeah. Um, and he acted out when the, when the opportunity presented itself. He acted out yeah. and went the, completely the wrong way. Um, you know, you sort of say, "Well, mate, I'm only I'm nearby. I'm you know, we're all we're all dads. We could all talk about this." Yeah. But it was just, you know, something was going one way, and he went the only. He didn't know how to deal with it, so he broke something else, yeah. and it stayed broken. Then you know, that's that's probably done. There's not yeah. there's not a reconciliation. It's over. Um, and that was three months in, three months in. You know, mum and dad get along well, and they get along well for the young bloke. Yeah. But. It's, it didn't have to happen. Yeah, yeah. It didn't have to happen. You know, we're, 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 I'm a dad, you're a dad, you know, and I, the term I use with you is be a dad, don't be a dick. Like, you, you've, got, you've got to pay attention to what's important to you and you've got to focus on how you're going to get to those things. Everyone gets stresses. Everyone gets flat. Everyone gets, yeah. you know, has, has their own issues. I've, you know, I've had them myself. I've, I've had times where I've needed counselling. I've had times where I've needed prescription medication i've had times yeah. where i've needed all sorts of things and i've needed to change and like anything else i've had to train myself over the number of years to go how do you identify when things aren't going well what are you going to do about it how are you going to get through this you have to train yourself what's what's your what's your indicators that it's not going well for you personally i refer to it as noisy noisy in my head yeah yep. there's 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 it's almost like a pressure headache mm-hmm. um i'm unfortunately cursed with a really sensitive hearing sense of hearing um so i can hear things across the room all the time um but if i've if i'm having a really high stress and in, in, in situation yeah. where i'm getting real traffic i can't handle any other noises so that's that's coming that's yeah. that's i can i can feel it coming i can feel the blood blood pressure go up yeah. i can see those things i can i can you know if someone cuts me off in traffic, yeah, I want to get out of my car and I want to rip their head off. Yeah. You can start to see those signs. Just the head noise is the really, head noise yeah. is, is the trigger. The head noise is the one yeah. that goes, "Yep, this this is this isn't going that well." Yeah, and fortunately, over the course of time, and you know, when when this first blew up for me, and for the first time I really had an issue was post, you know, son number one. Um, I had spoken to Tej and I'd said, "I'm not doing that well." Yeah. And I said, I think I don't know what to do, but I'm not doing that well. Yeah. And then I toddled off to work, and I went, you know, I've, I've told, I mean, I've told my nearest and dearest that that things aren't going well, and I went, I need to be fair with my boss. 
I need to say, hey, something's not going right. Yeah. And I said, it's only fair. You know, you've got to tell him that hey, it's not you, it's me. It's a, you know, this is what it's going to be. And I didn't know how that conversation was going to go. I, I wasn't sure if in that meeting I was going to quit. Yeah. I just went, it's all going to become too much. And I walked in, sat down. And he said, you know, he said, pretty much, he almost said, how are you going, mate? <laughs> and it started, the tears just started straight away. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I'm not, I'm not going well. Yeah. And fortunately for me, my boss is a pretty receptive character. And he said, right, get up, close the door. Let's have a, let's have a chat for a few minutes. Mm. We talked about it and we said, what do you need right now? And I said, I don't know. I don't know mm. what I need. And he said, okay, he said, I want you to get up out of this. I want you to go out downstairs and I want you to go for a walk for 10 minutes. Mm. So just go for a walk, just break the cycle just for 10 minutes. Mm. He said, I want you to come back. He says, I want, to, I want you to call your doc. He said, call your doc and say, I need to get in. I need to have a chat. Mm. And that was it. That was the, the thing. And that was the next step. And I went and saw the doc and the doc said, you know, try these for a while. This will, this will help mm. you here. And basically... I said, well, what are these going to do to me? Are these going to make me crazy? Are these going to make me do all, you know, all sorts of things and you know, some, some antidepressants? And he said, no. He said, the whole idea of this is just level the playing field. Mm. He said, right now, he said, you're struggling with, he said, you can't handle the highs, you can't handle the lows. He said, we'll take those out for a while. Mm. He said, we'll just level the playing field. And that's all this will do. Mm. It's all it will do. Turn the volume down a little Turn bit. Turn the volume well. down a little bit, yep. yeah. And he did. And they warned me about what are the things you're going to see, what are the things you're going to hear, you know, what are the things that are going to happen to you. And my doc was great. And I did. And he said, look, you might have some, some you'll have some vivid dreams and you'll have this. He said, it's all part of it. That, you know, we'll adjust to these things. But he gave me the tools to go and then deal with it. Mm. Um, so I did, you know, I did that. So, you know, you go to your doc, you get your mental health plan and you, all these, there's all these services out there. Yeah, if, yeah. if you, if you, if you just go make that first step, and yeah, I did, yeah. you know, spoke to my wife, spoke to my boss. He said, "Go and talk to the doc," and the doc said, "Here's what I can do to get you on the path." Yeah, and it was great. Like it, you know, for, for, it was, wasn't great. It was just it was level. It yeah. was all right for a while, and gradually you then went, okay, well, if the level, if the playing field is level, then you start working on yourself and you start building up the skills to go. Okay, I can't fix these things. Mm. But if I can identify these things, mm-hmm. I can work out how to avoid the crash. Mm. So that was what I got better at. Mm. Um, you know, and you still have those days. But you know, Tej and I have a bit of a code and things. And you know, I don't ever want when I'm flat. I don't want to ever want to take it out on her. And mm. she's the same. She does it to me. So it's a quick message before you come home. Hey, today's one of those days. Yep. You know, if I come home. <clears throat> If I come home and it's, I'm not me, mm. it's not you. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's not you, it's not me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm carrying something today. Yeah. I might be able to talk about it later on. I might not. Mm. But I might, you know, so we know what we're walking into. I had some friends that had a similar thing where um, he'd send a similar message and she'd send the, his wife would send the reply back, you're safe. Mm. And he'd go, yeah, I'm safe. I just can't come in the door at the moment. Yeah. And she'd go, okay, cool. Yeah. Come in when you're ready. And, you know, it might be three hours later. Yeah. And he'd walk in and she'd be like, okay, cool. You know, you're here. Thank you. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's the point. You just, you need to share with those close around you to say something's going on. Yeah. You know, the, the worst thing, I'm, I'm, I'm always the worst for it. I would always be, well, hang on, if someone's upset, they're upset at me. And I'm like, well, you know, how do I fix this? I'm yeah. going to take the guy mentality. How do I fix that's this? A it's a problem. Yep. I've got to fix this. Yep. I can't listen to it. I don't, I don't how do I fix it? Yep. I can't fix everything. You know, my wife comes home, she's like, I can't fix that. Yeah. But I can say, you know what, let's just 
keep these things separate, talk about these things when we need to, when we can, and it just makes the difference. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's it's really it's important to have those those. You know, so I, I'm a sharer. I'm you know guilty of being an oversharer most of the time, but it's how we get through. You know, mm. I don't I don't need the antidepressants anymore. I don't do the counselling stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, those were the tools that I used then to get me help, you know, to train yep. me up so that yep. I could then identify them by myself. And yep. everyone can go back and say, well, you know, it became stressful being a dad or there were stressful things in the past and I come yeah. from, you know, a family where, you know, I've got a dad who suffers from his own stress and his anxieties and, you know, I know that I, I identify, I can, I can see his. Yeah. And I say to him, mate, why don't you do, you know, I can't fix him. Yeah. I'd like to fix him, but I can't fix him. When Did you find when you... um when you had your diagnosis, you went, "Oh, okay, I get that now. I really, I do. I, I understand. Like, I, that's just changed my complete perspective on him. I really understand what all of those times growing up, or all those times where I went, oh, you know, I know your daddy's a good guy, but you know, dad, you're an asshole. You go, okay, that was probably part of that. Mm. Part of that was probably what was going on inside of his head. Absolutely, but you see, you understand better than most. Like I was doing this when you and I were talking about getting together." I went back and went, Jesus, said Adam and I have known each other for 20 years. Yeah. Going back to, you know, and yeah. I think we'd, we'd spend an afternoon, you know, we'd work across the street from each other and it'd be like, hey, mate, how are you going? Yeah. That quick Actually, 20, 21, I started there in 98. There you go. See? Um, so, and you know where that was and you know the stresses that were associated with that. And, yeah. and that, so that's where, that's where he came from. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I spent my time outside of school. You know, mates were going off doing apprenticeships. Mates were going off doing uni. I spent my first couple of years with the old man. Yeah. Um. And I didn't want to do those other things. I just wanted to have a few bucks in my pocket, go off and do what I needed to do. Yeah. And but then some of the things that affected him also affected me. So I carried some of that baggage into the next thing and into the next thing and into the next thing, but didn't deal with them properly. Mm. Then it wasn't until I got to that point, you know, go ten years later, where I went. It's all too much. I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm. I'm going to have that 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 breakdown. Mm. But then I managed. You know, I had someone who said to me, "Go and get help. Go and call your doc. Yeah. Start there." And that's what it was. It was the start. Like your um, the other mate you had that said he goes to the AA meetings and that's, says yep. everyone talks about doesn't tell you how to fix your problem. They tell you how they fix their problem. Yep. And that's it. This might you know he didn't tell me how to fix the problem. He just said, "Here's where we're going to start." Yeah. Here's where we're going to start. And we'll go from there. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it helps you, you build skills then for how to survive the rest of things. Yeah. I, um, it's interesting you talk about the head and eyes thing, just to go back to that for a second. I talk about, my thing that I talk about is the spa bath. It's, to me, it's like my head is a spa bath and it's swirling Mm -hmm. and I can't control the swirling. And, um, to me, what the antidepressants did was turn the swirling off. Yep. Yeah. And I always say that to people. You know, it's like if I chucked $2 into a spa bath and said, here, go and find the $2, you'd go, I can't see it. It's really difficult to find. When I turn the spa bath off, there it is. I can see it really clearly and I can reach in and grab it out and yep. deal with it. And to me, that's that's my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, the problems are swirling around. As soon as I turned the spa bath off and I started to really identify what the pro- I could see them clearly and I could reach in and start to deal with them and get rid of them. It's a good analogy. Yeah, and that's, and that's, but the head noise thing sits with me as well. Mm. I, I get that head noise thing. I really understand that you go, yep, my head just goes, um, and I reckon about four years after my initial bout, 
I went back to it for a second. I called it the tune-up. Mm-hmm. I, I needed a tune-up. I went back for three or four sessions. Um, because So I made the joke in the first one, you know, um, and as you say, you, so what you do is you learn that, okay, these things are going to set me off and I need to kind of avoid these situations. Well, the the the... The final catalyst for my my first bout of depression was, or you know, my the thing that really broke me was a marriage breakup. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. So I just won't get married again. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> failed. <laughs> Did that again. Um, but in the lead up to that, I was, yeah, I was a, I was a nightmare, and um, I had to go back and go process this. Mm-hmm. You know, why did you? You know, why are you acting like this? Okay, you're taking out your things on, you know, your soon-to-be new wife that your ex-wife did to you. Can't do that. Got to learn how to process that. Got to understand that she's not that person. So, yeah, it was for me, it was really important to recognise that uh, this is what I'm doing. I'm actually really hurting this person because of what this other person did to me over here. Yeah. And it's a recurring theme. You you touched on not processing things when they go along. And I, I think I know the incident you're referring to and that was a really serious incident it was big, yeah um that'd be big for anyone to process but i could also see how you would go no i just want to just actually want to avoid thinking about that that's too painful it's too hard it's too difficult to deal with i'm just going to try and put that away over there but it, it creeps back on you and then 10 years later you go oh, i've got no choice now i have to deal with it yeah because if i don't the the my life falls apart oh absolutely and i for a while i didn't I didn't know for years later. I didn't know what I was feeling. Like I'd have, you know, someone would drive past, and someone, you know, someone drove past me, and a, and a teenager yelled out of the back of the car. Yeah, nothing major. That thing dumb kids do. We've done it. I've We've done, done it. Yeah, but I was my heart my heart rate went up. The adrenaline ran through. Mm. I was a wreck for over an hour. Yeah, I just I couldn't get over it, mm. and that's the, I couldn't get over it, and. Once again, you, you, later on in life, you learn how to do things, and the same things don't always work. Um, you have to, you know, the conversations that, that, that Tej and I have now are different to conversations we had 10 years ago as yeah. to how we address these things and how we get over them. The, the tasks and the little things that I do to help me focus on things and get a bit more perspective are different now to what I used to do then. One of my key things is when I am having one of these anxiety times or, you know, attacks, as it were, yeah. I have to simplify. I have to turn everything back down. Sometimes it's volume. Yeah. Sometimes, but I have to achieve something. Doesn't matter how small. I have to achieve it. So my thing is, and it might be great, great for tea. Sometimes I will unpack a dishwasher. Mm. I will fold a basket of clothes. <laughs> Folding a basket of clothes or hanging up a clothes. Of clothes. <laughs> Does she ever just walk around doing shit to piss yeah, off? No, she <laughs> um, but yeah, those things they are they are a menial task. Yeah, yeah. But I can do them, yeah. and I can see the basket, and I can see the longer I work, the basket gets empty, and I've, filled, I've fulfilled that task. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a small task. Yep. You have to go back and go, when the world gets too big, can I do a small task? If I can do that small task right, mm-hmm. I can then maybe tackle something. There might be another task I can do. Mm. I can achieve this task. I'm not a failure. I've achieved a task. Yep. doesn't matter what it is, but I've achieved something. They're the things that... Oh, they're my go-to. I'll go say, Tej, it's not a good day. Something's happening. It's not a good day. Yeah. I'll come in. We'll talk about it if we can. If not, I'll just go off and I'll do a task, yeah. just to finish a task. Yeah. Once I've done that, I've had time to just breathe a little bit more, calm the head a little bit more. All those things start to 
subside a little bit and then I might be able to process the next thing. Yeah. And sometimes that'll be the thing that opens me up to talk about it. Yeah. You know, and it's not always poo. I had a few months ago, I had to have another sit down with my boss and I said, I need to talk to you. We haven't had a talk about it like this for years now. Yeah. I said, but there's a few things going on and these are those things and this is where those things are leading me. The conversation we had this time around mm. was much more coherent than what it was last time. Yeah. Because last time I didn't know what it was. Yeah. But this time around I said to him, it's that time. There's a few things going on. I can identify the things and I need your help. Mm. I need your help to work on these things. Share some of the load. Do some of this stuff so that I know I'm not Mm. alone in this. Yeah. And that was what I needed to get through. Again, those things will come back. You know, we're not going to, you know, you don't just flick a switch. Hey, I'm all right now. Yeah. Um, But... I'm fortunate that I've been able to, you know, have some support that's helped me identify things. Mm. And if I can identify them, you can deal with them. That's yes. just, yeah. It's, it, that's a, there's a couple of really important things in what you're saying there. The first thing I want to get back to is um, that achieving thing. I think the thing you kind of, I think the thing that happens in that process as well is that you then tell yourself you've done something good. Yeah. And that sense of achievement. So it's like, it's all, it, the way we build self-esteem is to pay ourselves compliments, and we don't do that enough. But if you get that basket of washing unfolded, and you go, Michael, you did a good job, just internally into yourself. Yep. But that, that positive self-attribution, if you do that enough, it's little wins. It's just yep. little add wins. A, add a little bit of value to yourself. Yeah, and, and, and it just gives you that little sense, as you say, of accomplishment. Um, there was a uh, one of those YouTube clips that I saw years ago of a of a Navy general. The guy said, yeah. "Make your bed." Yeah, get up, make your bed. Get up, and make your yeah. bed. Yep. I'm learning it at the moment. I started doing walks of a morning, and I get up, and at six o'clock I'm out the door, and I walk for half an hour, but it's done, mm-hmm. and I feel good because it's done. And I'm telling myself now, "You did well. You, you've done something good." I've got a girl I work with who we're kind of spurring each other on with this, and she says, "Like I'll." On a weekend, I'll send her a message with a picture of me out on my walk going, I'm walking. And we've got a, just a little thing that we say to each other, getting it done. Yep. Just getting it done. But there's, there's that sense of accomplishment in that. The second thing I was really interested in that was, you know, now you can identify. And the key to this, I think you talked before about fixing. Mm-hmm. And the question isn't how do I fix it for you? The question is how can I support you? Yeah. And that's what you your boss is doing for you in that instant, I think, is saying – and you're recognizing now where you can go, can you support me through this? How, can you take this off me for a little while, that off me for a little while? And your boss can say, which he did in the first instance, this is how I'm going to support you. Yeah. You know, like your boss's reaction to that first one, go for a walk for 10 minutes. Excellent. You know, burn off some of those stress chemicals, burn off the cortisol, burn off the adrenaline, because that's what you've got coursing through your veins at the yep. moment. Your fight or flight response is in overdrive. Go off and get rid of a little bit of that. Then come back and we'll talk about the next step, which is – and we say it all the time. I say it all the time, people. Have you talked to your GP? That's your yeah. first step. It's it's. I say, there are support steps out there. Yeah. And I'm always a big – I've always been a big fan of Tish because she's like that. She said – I'd hope if so. You're sick, if you're sick, <laughs> you go to the doctor. If you need something, you go, you talk to your pharmacist. Yeah, you yeah. Do, there, there are those steps. There are, yeah. there, are, there are so many systems in place that people don't know about. Yeah. 
But if you go and talk to someone, yep. they can point you in the right direction. I, and things that don't, you know, we say, oh, I can't afford to go and see a counsellor. No, go and see your GP. Yep. Go and get a mental health plan. Go and get 10 visits yep. and then get a report, go back, and then go again if you have to. Yeah. You're doing something. You're yeah. doing something proactive. Yeah. You're doing something to, you might need pharmaceuticals at the start, mm. but you're doing something that means you might need to do something different or less, less or yeah. not even. Um, it's for your long-term benefit it's the proven number one thing though medication counseling like yeah. there's, it's just there's, there's it's no there's no discussion about it you know you can eat the right diet you can exercise you can be mindful you can do all those things and they're all good things and they all work but mm. medication counseling it's the one two punch you can't do one without the other yeah you know you, you might be able to get away without can with counseling but you can't just take medication the tablets just don't make you happy automatically you've got to get them sorted out um i talk I always say to people, I can I think about it now in terms of injury, you know. And so you're talking before about, you know, sort of um, managing these things, you know. My old man uh, got hit by a, a car and riding a bicycle. And it took about probably six months. He was a, a police officer. So by the time he went through all the insurance and all the combo stuff, it took him about six months to finally see the, the shoulder surgeon. And the surgeon said, if you had to come and saw me within the first couple of weeks, I, I probably could have fixed this and made it pretty much brand new. Yep. Now this is what I can do for you and you're just going to have to manage you know, manage it for the rest of your life kind of thing. And, um, and, and I've always likened that to mental health. You know, you injure yourself and you've injured yourself. You've played enough sport through the years to know what that looks like. Yep. If you get it and support it and do it properly just you know, straight away, and once, you know, when, when you injure a knee the first time, you go, I don't know what that is. When you do it the second time, you go, I know exactly what that is. But if you support it the right way straight away, it you've got a good chance of good recovery. Yeah. For me, it's the same with the mental health. If you, the first, as you, what you described for me is the first time it happens, you go, don't know what that looks like. Yep. What do I do? Somebody says, do this, do this, do this. You go, okay, cool. The second time you go, okay, I know what this is now. I go and do this. I go and do this. Now I, now my mental health is good. Yeah, you know it's it's a it's a you, it's a perfect right, and and even even more so to that, it's the the training and identifying hmm. as to how do you prevent yep. some of these things in the, in the in the future. And once again, going back to Tej, we look at things, and we've all got full lives. We've all do yeah. you know work during the you know I work Tej works. We've got the kids' school. We've got the kids' sport. You've got swimming lessons. Jiu-jitsu. You've got to be everywhere. Little athletics, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you want to be involved, but yeah, then how does that work? And how do you get that balance back? And I would build into routines on things and I'd be my routine would be we're going to go and do this in the morning and then we do this and for a while my routine was get up in the morning take sun you know, little number two to, to swimming come back do that then go and do jiu-jitsu with the other one, and then come back and do that now by the time that was finished half a Saturday was gone mm. but it was a routine and I understood what was what and we were looking to say how do we get more time back for the family and Tizen said well we could do this but fortunately for me she said now that's going to change your routine are you going to be okay with that because mm. she knows i'm a creature of habit and you know this is mm. where we come from is you know you know you use medication for it to take away the highs and the lows so you get into a routine you know what works mm. i had a routine and she said if we change that routine what are you going to do how are you going to deal with that are you going to be okay with that am i just going to walk around the house you know kicking the floor for a while because i don't know yeah. what to do with myself yeah. But there do, was, I need, do I need to do some extra loads of washing? Yeah. Cause but there's there's, pleb, there's prep and there's planning in things as yeah. to, you know, what are the effects of doing these things? You know, yeah. the whole might be to give us more time, 
But if I'm going to just do that to be, you know, idle yeah. or not be comfortable, then it's not going to, you know, serve its purpose. Mm-hmm. So they're the things that in our family we talk about and say, well, if we're going to make a change, this is the change, this is the cause, this is the effect. How are we going to work that? What's going to work? Is it going to work? Um, and that's that's key to us. That's how our system works is that we talk about those things this works that doesn't i do better this tease does a bit of that mm. um and but you, you have to understand what the other person's going through how it might affect them and she's great with that sort of stuff mm. she's great knowing you know looking out for other people and what you know mm. how they're gonna do and, and she's also very good at telling me that hey you know you you know this isn't working today or you know are you really serious about this keeping things grounded um so they're the other things that having you know yeah identifying things preparing for them but also having that running mate that that you know my, my beautiful wife to say hey i know what this might do to you mm. are you going to be okay have you thought of that yeah so let's have that someone say yep, are you ready yep. what are we going to do yeah um yeah the, the, the support is key that extra set of eyes looking at the ramifications yeah yeah and understand and i think there's a couple of things a couple of things in that it's the understanding but also the acceptance you know the the, the relationship that you're describing i'm going to say to you i reckon that most of the people listening are going that's awesome but i don't have that yeah <laughs> you know i'm, I'm very lucky <laughs> that's that's incredible and and um you know barb and i just just starting to develop that um we might have touched on it last week she's just she was going through a real stressful period at work and got offered a redundancy and said, you know, what do you think? I went, I think for your mental health, you need to take that time off. Yep. You know, ideally I'd love for you to go get another job. We can bank the money. But if you want to take three or four months off, chill out, get your head straight, get you know, focus on you for a few months, take Natalie to and from school, do what we need to do, it's fine. Go and do that. Yep. And and that's what she's doing now. Um we're just we honestly are just starting to develop that relationship just starting to get that balance between each other right now um and we've had some real heated conversations you know some of our just even just recently where it's just like you know i've had a similar thing where i've gone i'm not i'm i'm not coping yep. this is where i'm at i need you know and and for me it was a venting thing more than anything um we went on a date on friday we just we went and hung out only the, we haven't. I can't remember the last time yep. her and I have gone and had dinner or lunch or a meal or anything. Just us. Yep. We dropped the we dropped the little one off. We're going now. As soon as we can get out of there, we virtually ran out of the gate. But yeah, I think uh, you know it's. I would love for people, hopefully, hearing this go. I'm going to try that with my wife. I'm going to try that with my husband. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to tell them this is tell what we're them. doing. Talk to them. You know, you don't have to get along. You don't. You don't have to agree. You don't have to, just because you don't agree. Yeah, doesn't mean you argue. Yeah, you know, if you agreed on everything, geez, you'd have a boring life. <laughs> but say, hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking. No, this yeah. is what I'm thinking. Really, I don't get it. You know, that stuff has to come in there. But yeah. understanding where the other person's coming from, yeah. sharing that stuff, and you know, we don't. We don't always get along with each other. We don't always get along with other people. <laughs> but we know that we're here, and we know we'll talk it through. Yeah, and that's the thing is to say, you know what? Yep, we might get heated. You know, we had a few of these recently. It was like, yep, you know what? We both calm down a little bit. Let's talk about it and say, yeah. yep, you know what? I don't agree with you. Yeah, you know, making up doesn't mean you have to agree. So I don't agree with you, yeah. but 
we can move on from this. We're yeah, okay. We can we can post, we can get this we can get through it. Yeah. So all right for for you now outside of the things that you do just in terms of you know okay I'm not well what do you do just for you that is this is this is Michael's time this is my thing I'm just going to do this to to just chill out have fun blow steam whatever it is you do. Well, this year I've done two different things. Um, one of them is I've only recently gone back to our, our, we started doing park run for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and I really got into really enjoyed it. Where she started, not for me. Um, I feel really bad but, actually because your seventy year old mother does park run. And she does. Where the re- where the reason that she does it? <laughs> and I really, really that was a great start to my Saturday morning. It was yeah. get up, go out. You know, it's a ten minute drive to do a. 5k run yeah but it was that you made the effort to go and do something you yep. achieved it yep and there's a record of it there's yeah. a record you did something good yeah yeah, yeah and you're already that, out yeah you're already out you've done it so yeah. um i've got back into that the last couple of weeks which is good um but also throughout the course of the year i've met a mate through a mate and he happens to also be a footy tragic like me yep. and not just a west tigers fan he's actually a magpies fan oh. so he and i they're have gone brain. to a few magpies games ah. and it's just been that there's us he i sometimes his kids and you know 30 cronies that's it yep they're the only ones that go to these games yeah but you go to it and you cheat and i go to Campbelltown, or i go to lidcombe and i go to yep. those places where i went to with my dad yeah and it's it's not televised it's not thirty thousand people it's just park footy and I really enjoy just watching some park footy. You know, it sounds really... You'll get this. A lot of people won't. You'll get it. The sounds of bodies slapping together. Absolutely. <laughs> in, in part, you don't. You get a little bit of that in, in rugby league. And, of course, on the telecast, they try and give you that sense with the effects mics on the ground. Yeah. But, as you say, you're in this oval, this suburban ground. Um, I used to go and watch Cabaroo Mounties play. Yep. Um, sometimes at Cabra's home ground, some sometimes at Mountie's home ground, and that was like a big um, local derby. You mm-hmm. know, that was Wests playing Canterbury, or that was Parramatta and Manly. You know, and um, yeah, just the the ferocity and the body slapping together. But there is something really, um, really healing about sitting on a hill with the bacon and egg roll and a can of coke or a beer or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Talking shit <laughs> and watching blokes just tear into each other. Yep, and it's that having having a common interest with somebody mm. that's I've met through someone else that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Yeah, and he comes from the same place that I do. He's got two kids. He's married. He lives about ten fifteen minutes from here. Yeah, so I can message him and say, "Hey, Mark, I'm going to go," and I was like, "I you know don't know what your day's like. Don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Don't know just let you know I'm going to be on the hill at three o'clock." Yeah. And I'll get a message back, sounds good, see you there, or yeah. can't do it today, or anything like that. But just to say, I know where I'm going to be, Yeah, I'm going to reach out to somebody, yeah. and it's like, I don't mind going to things by myself. Yeah, That's the thing, that's the, yeah. thing, the key thing. Be okay with yourself. Yeah. I don't mind going by myself. So I can say to him, hey mate, I'm going out there. If it works, come out. If it doesn't, then so be it. Yeah. And some of the best times I'll end up having are because it was, oh, this wasn't going to work. You'd be saying, you know what? I put. You know, I was doing something for work. I put that down, and I came out for two hours. Yeah, and I'll do the same thing. And I don't even think he knows what it's been meaning to me. But yeah. it's been great. Yeah. That's been nice because you know we all get busier. You know, you say you have kids. You might. You know, you'll be doing their sports. So you know, I played soccer. We've been you know, for years and years and years. But yeah. 
I got hurt and then I stopped playing that. And, you know, you do less and less of those things because you start focusing on doing the kids' sport yeah. where this is, it's the afternoon, it's a park somewhere. It's not, you know, you can drive there, park at the front, walk yeah. in the gate and you're done. You know, it's, it's easy to get yeah, to, it's yeah. easy to get home. But for that little snapshot, it's okay. And it's quiet. When the game's not on, it's quiet. Yeah. So you're out in the sunshine. You're out at a park somewhere yep. just hearing a bird fly by. Yeah. It, there's, there's, there's those quiet times. Yeah. Um, they're the things that I need sometimes. If I need to, it's I need the quiet time. Yeah, yeah. So, and I've, you know, I have yeah, two avenues for that that I've sort of identified this year that have been real, real, yeah, a real help. Yeah. yeah. I tell the, I joke all the time that um, I, tell, I talk to people about Adam Day. Every, I have every second Friday off the way our fortnight is structured. We get every second Friday as an RDO day. Yep. Um, so usually, back in the day, I could squeeze all three in. It's either um, lunch. It's always a lunch. Um, it's either a movie or a massage, depending on where I'm at in yep. terms of if there's a movie I want to watch, I'll go and watch the movie. And if it's a there's no movie, I'll get the massage. I used to be able to sneak all three in, but I don't have the time to do that anymore. <laughs> um, but, um, again, going to the movies on your own, you, you resonated with me when you said getting used to spending your time alone. Because people look at you weirdly when you go, yeah, i go to the movies on my own. 10 o'clock, Friday morning, best time to go. Yeah, that's a big thing. Tease and I, if, we're, if there's a bad day, if there's a bad day in the house, we'll just say, hey, do you need some time? Yeah. I'll put the kids to bed. You go and watch a movie. Yeah. That, you know, and that whole, oh, she'll go by herself or I'll go by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's... We don't like the same movies all the time. No. Tease loves horror. Can't stand <laughs> yeah. it. But she doesn't like some of the crap that I like. Barb doesn't like superhero movies. No, yeah. no. But the point is, it's, hey, go and have some quiet. Go and get a soft drink and a popcorn and go yeah. and sit and watch what you want to do yep. for a couple of hours. Yep. I got your back. I got you yep. covered. And she does the exact same and thing. And because me. you can pick your own seats out in your little phone app, you can go, right, there's all these people sitting over there. I'm going to sit on this side of the cinema. Yep. Away from all of you people. Um and the lunch thing for me as well, I'll, I'll go and order lunch and I don't have to share it with anybody and I don't have to worry that a child's, you'll get this, children running around, get, hey, sit down. And I and I don't have to have someone going, are you sure you need that? Yes, I, I do need that. Yeah. I am going to order the all-you-can-eat ribs. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't, don't, don't tell me what to do. Um, now, the, the, so the, the, the last little bit here is, um, so you and Tej, what's your thing together what's Mikey and Tejan time look like there's not a there's not a one specific thing no. I don't think it's um, there'll be times where you know Nana will reach out and say hey I'm not doing anything today drop the kids off what do you want to do yeah um, and we would like to do a few more of those things yeah um, sometimes it's go and see a movie sometimes it's go and have lunch yeah um, it can be different things yeah um, yeah we need to do those more mm. we don't do those quite enough we've got a we've got a i've got a, a, a work client who's actually uh was pretty happy with something that i did for them and um have given us a dinner voucher to go somewhere and that's been on my you know that's on the calendar like hey you know what we need to go and do this we, we need, need to go to and do that, this yeah. soon so that's a we're going to spoil ourselves kind of a night or we might go to we, we'll pick a show and we'll go to it so we went and saw uh we went and saw casey chambers together yeah um but rather than saying well we're going to go and see her at Horden or where it was, we went, you know what? We've never been to that Anita's Theatre in Thoreau. Why don't we do this? Oh, Let's yeah, go and do it. Venue. It was amazing. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. So we went and did something new together. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, that was those sort of things that mm-hmm. we, we try to do. Um, so 
as I say, we should do more of them. We should always do more of them. Um, but, yeah, those are the types of things where we do get away, sneak out for a lunch, sneak out for a movie, sneak out for a dinner. Yeah. Th- those sort of things are the things we do. Yeah, look, I'm looking forward to doing a lot more of that with um, with Barb. You know, we'll have every second Friday together over the next at least couple of months. Yep. Um, you know, the little one will be home for a period of that time um, through sort of December, January, obviously. So we might only have a couple more weekends of that, really. But, you know, um, and the other day, I mean, <laughs> I went and had a seafood platter and paid a shitload of money for it. But we haven't done that for two years. Yep. Easy. Easy two years. Um, so it's kind of like, yeah, let's really be a bit extravagant about this because we can. And then, you know, we'll <laughs> next time we'll go and have Maccas yep. or KFC, you know, next time won't be the big extravagant expense. But it's it's that thing where and and you know, I I mean I don't know what the magic formula is. I don't know if it's once a week or once a month. I don't know if it's just whenever you feel you can. But it's it's definitely I think there has to be an element of right spend a little bit of time alone together, and um, and almost re- you know reward each other for the support you give each yeah. other I suppose. But it doesn't always. And one of the things actually, one of the things we did recently was uh, another couple of ours who have got two kids themselves uh, said they were going to go out for dinner, but would we like to come? And we went really, yeah. and we had a. A ball, <laughs> absolute ball. We just went five minutes from home. Yeah. They lived. They lived ten minutes away. We met in the middle. Yeah. We had someone look after our kids. They had someone look after theirs, and it was just two couples getting together and just yeah. unloading for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. And it was the most amazing night. Yeah. You just you have to remember how good it feels to do those things. Yeah. You have to have a bit of time, and you know, yeah, you do have to. It takes a bit more planning when it's you know. I'm looking after the kids or teasing looking after the kids yeah. so that one of us can have the time off. They're easy yeah. to plan. They're easy to do. It does take a bit more forward planning to do them together. Yeah. That's what we need to do better. Yeah. All right. Before we go, because believe it or not, we're nearly 50 minutes. Make it, you, know, you spoke to my kids. But they said, once you get me started. Time flies when when you do these things. People don't understand how, how quickly they go. Yep. Um, it, we, we've probably covered it. I think we have. Um. But I said to you, there's two questions I ask everyone, and I and I sort of did ask you this in the first part. And I, as I said, we maybe maybe we've covered it. But if if you had to sum it up, so recap: what, what does mental health mean to you? What what do you actually, when you hear that term mental health, what does it mean to you? Balance. Mental health is balance. It's understanding that there are highs and there are lows, and good mental health is those that can manage the change. Yep. Everyone's going to have them. Everyone's going to have those those peaks and troughs. And yep. and good mental health is those that can build up the skills to weather the storm. Yep. And enjoy, you know enjoy the highs that are there, but weather the storm and the lows. There, that's 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 it to me. That's 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 someone who's mentally healthy can can comfortably manage those things. And so, question number two is is the skills you talk about? What's your what's your number one tip? You can give a couple if you want, but what's your number one Share. tip for? Share how you feel. If you keep it to yourself, you can't help. You don't have the answer. It's why you feel the way you feel. Yeah. If you had the answer, you wouldn't feel like that. Yeah. You need to share. You need to share with your wife or your husband. You need to share with a coworker. You need to share with that. Select one or two guys or girls that you know yeah. that you can just say, hey, put my hand up. Can you listen to me for a minute? Sometimes just to listen. 
Sometimes mm. it's, you need the feedback, but you have to share. You can't keep it to yourself because it's just it's, it'll it'll eat you up. It's why we have, you know, six men a day. It's why we have, you know, the, I, I look at it the other way. I look at it, you know the the six degrees of separation that we used to think mm. is that you could be connected to someone. Six degrees of separation now. I could tell you more than more than as to how I'm connected to people that aren't with us anymore. Yeah, yeah. you could do the same thing. Yep, that's a horrible thing. Yeah, to to be able to identify so closely with. Um, you need to share. You need to get that sense because there's, like I'm saying, there's things out there to help. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, we we touched on it early on in in when we were talking about what Nate said. You know, they're not going to tell you how to fix you. Hopefully, they're going to tell you what they did, and then you get to go. That might work for me. I like that. I'm going to try that. Yeah, that's going to be good. You know, I might. You know, after this podcast, or however many people listen to it, there might be a whole lot of people out there folding laundry. That might, we might save a few marriages. There's <laughs> a whole bunch of women just going, honey, come and listen to this. He folds laundry when he's upset. You know how you were really cranky the other day? There's a big pile. There's a big pile. Could you do that for me? Several baskets. I think we'll leave it like that. Don't? We're going to save marriages. That's the idea in this one. Mm. Thanks, Mike, matey. Mikey, thank you. Cheers. Yes. <laughs> and we press record. Now we're recording. So you've got to say something intelligent. Say something more intelligent than the old man. What were you playing before Adam got here? Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Yeah. Pokemon. Uh, good. Are you, are you winning? Yeah. I've won every battle. Well, there you go. That's pretty impressive. So that's it. That's all we do. And then we press stop.